Let me get my, let me get my, ooh. Mm. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. We are back in business. You see the backdrop. If you're watching, if you're just listening, you hear the backdrop in the back being quiet. Trust me, if you're just listening, listen to that backdrop. Oh, did you hear what it just said? We in here. I got my co-host extraordinaire, water, man. Oh, man, water, agua, H2O. This needs to be everyone's co-host in life. You think Will Smith would have been able to slap Chris Rock? If water didn't exist, no, it wouldn't even happen. We we wouldn't have been talking about nothing. There's no Jada Pinkett Smith. There's no Will Smith. There's no Chris Rock. There's no Oscars without water. Okay, there's no movies being made without water. You think they're gonna be making movies in the desert? You think they would have made Dune if water didn't exist? You think the cast and crew are just gonna die of dehydration making Dune without water? Are you kidding me? You think people going to buy fancy dresses and come out and host the Oscars without H2O being in everybody's lives? Are you kidding? No. We have none of this. We have nothing to talk about. If there's no water, we got nothing. So respect water a little bit more, man. Cherish it. Hold it tight. Give it the respect water deserves. Water deserves the utmost respect out here on the streets because without water, we're nothing. There's no Instagram. There's no social media. There's no content. There's no money in your account. There's no bank. There are no shoes, no flat tummy tee, no abs, no big booties, no big titties, no small titties, big booty, no flat booty, no flat titties. There's none of that. There's no love handles, no fats. No skinnies, no in-betweens, no thicks, no slenders, none of it. There's nothing. There's no ball heads. There's no dreads. There's no weaves. There's no wigs. There's no naturals. There's no curly. There's no straight. Okay? There's no white, no black, no racism, no Afro-Latina, no blacks. There's none of it. There's no Asians, no Russians. No cows, okay? There's no pit bulls, no Dobermans, no Rottweilers. There's no corduroy. There are no New Balance sneakers. There's no Donald Trump. Okay? There's no Supreme Court judges. There's no historically black colleges. There's no Harvard, no Yale. There's nothing. There's no George Washington. God damn it. Abraham Lincoln, you can forget it. There's no Andrew Jackson, no Harriet Tubman. None of it. There's no slavery. There's no America. There's no Paris. There's no Italy. I mean, those places would probably be there, but they just wouldn't be named what they're named. Matter of fact, they probably wouldn't even drift. There's there's no continents anymore. Because why? There's no water. Okay? Respect this. 
Got the producer extraordinaire over here, Sabrina Sith in the building. Yep. Got Kyla's back here on the ones and twos. You know what I'm saying? What's what's shaking besides the slap heard around the world, man? I already touched on everything on daddy issues, but some some other things have come up. What was that Jim Carrey said about the slap? Oh. I'm glad that you asked. Because <laughs> comedians are going to feel a way. Oh, man. About the slap. Because we are all vulnerable to being slapped on any, on any given night. Uh, Jim Carrey said, I have nothing against Will Smith. He's done great things. and But that was not a good moment. It cast a shadow over everyone's shiny moment. It was a selfish moment. He said moment a lot. Mm-hmm. How many times did he say moment Probably in that like little piece? <laughs> One, two, three. That's a lot. It's a lot for the, it was yeah. just two sentences. Right. Yeah. But he's right though. It did overshadow, it cast a shadow over the whole event. Yeah. Um, especially those that had awards to receive after the slap. You know what I'm saying? Like after the slap, Kylas. After the slap, um, it's tough. Because the, the slap just slapped everything else off the table. So it's like, oh, snap, man. What's going on? Uh, so he's right. He's right. Uh, it did overshadow everything. Yeah, like. I don't, think it was, I don't think it was intentionally selfish. You mm-hmm. know, I don't think it was planned out on Will's behalf. I think it was a spur of the moment type of thing. You know, I don't think he intended to. Let me overshadow everybody. And he made a bad decision. Yeah. But he looked good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he looked- had the suit on. He walked He walked in there. He walked into that slap with purpose, mm-hmm. confidence, and went right back to his seat. And even after the slap, his face was pretty like. It was very calm. The, the yeah. walk away, he was fixing his suit. Like, yeah. I did that. He was calm. Mm-hmm. I got to give it to him. Everything about his body language was crisp. Yeah. <laughs> the slap was crisp. Yeah. The follow through. Yeah. The bring up the other hand for the defensive block just mm-hmm. in case there is a responsive reaction from yep. Chris. He already had that in place. The hand was extended. Yeah. Crisp hand. Yes. Follow through. It, it was, was so clean. Like when I first saw it, it looked like it didn't connect. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the slow mo, I was like, oh, it connected. Oh, it connected. It connected. It, connected. it was internet connection, spectrum. Verizon, AT and T. It was who else connects? I can't think of no other. Uh, Bright House, that's in Florida. Oh, I only know that because my mom. Bright House connection. <laughs> uh, charter connections. Mm-hmm. The Connect Four. Connect Four. Got say, yeah, Connect. Yeah. Connecting flights, in, in, uh, yeah. whether it be Atlanta or Phoenix or you know Detroit. The connections mm-hmm. was was there. Love connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, love connection. Love Sometimes. connection. Uh, yeah. And he sat back down in his seat. And I was just like, man. But the but the after the after effects is when I oh it looked like it was real. I'm just tired of people bringing up the August situation. It's so annoying. It, it it just doesn't correlate. If you're gonna make an argument, make it make sense. Yeah, make it in the moment. Make it relevant. Right. It's like like they literally the only reason we went into more detail about the August thing is because they spoke about it. They right. already spoke about it. They addressed it. They August put it all spilled out there. the beans. And then Jada and Will and was like, Jada. this is what happened. Yeah. That's it. They act like, people act like Jada just brought up the August thing out of yeah. nowhere. 
Mm-hmm. Like at the red table, somebody was sitting there crying. You know what I did? <laughs> I hooked up with August. The entanglement, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's not how it happened. August was running his mouth, mm-hmm. and he was like, all right, let's address this. Yeah. But they want to act like she's just trying to make Will look dumb mm-hmm. in any given moment yeah. when that wasn't even the case. And Will already knew about the August yeah. situation. Apparently, they weren't even really together, but even though they have an open marriage, but apparently they were still, like, they were kind of on a break yeah. during that moment. And it's like, yo, whatever works for them, just because you're like, I'm not used to this, right. let it let it happen. Let them do what they do. Right. Because it's their relationship. It and they sharing it with us, which they have a right to do. Yeah. But, you know, go easy. Right. And there's so many. Because we be giving men so many passes. This is and facts. y'all going to be like, don't eat simping again. But there's facts, though. Like, y'all know me. I give credit where credit is due. And I call it out when I see it. Mm-hmm. And men get cheating passes all the time. All day. All day long, we get passes for cheating. All day. That's what men are going to do. It's just what we do. (laughs) How can you not love us? Yeah, it's in men's nature. You got to, you know, spread your seed around. That's what what men do. It's in your DNA. Mm -hmm. So it's like we always get the pass. And, you know, the women be sitting up here next to us when we done cheated on them. They sitting on the side. Taking it, mm-hmm. taking it, but but when it's on the other side, when it's a woman, men can't handle that. No, men cannot handle it. But women are supposed to just take it, eat it, hold it, cherish it, woman up, titty up, titty up, take it. You know, so I I, I don't think that's fair at all. And I never did. You know what I mean? People cheat. I know women cheat. Mm-hmm. I lost my virginity to a cheating woman. <laughs> People cheat, not just men, women do it too. So you got to realize that and stuff like that, it doesn't make Will less of a man. Mm-mm. Anybody can get it, bro. Anybody could get cheated on. You think there's some UFC fighters out here that ain't been cheated on? <laughs> think again. Not that I hooked up with any of their women, I'm just saying. <laughs> they look for They've you. been cheated on. <laughs> <laughs> That don't make you less of a man. That don't mean you ain't got hands. That don't mean you can't provide for your family. Well, let's just lose that narrative and that visual. Sick of it, man. Dudes, y'all be getting on my nerves in the comments section, man. Y'all be looking real soft and hiding it under some kind of tough manliness. That y'all, But y'all look weaker by how you respond to certain shit. I'll be watching y'all, man. I'll be watching. Y'all ain't as tough as y'all claim to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even talking hands. I'm not even talking physical. I'm talking about personality, your soul, your mentality. Y'all looking real soft. And y'all hiding it under this alpha male bullshit. Oh, God. And you just look even softer. You just look brick-headed. So it's just like, what are you talking about? Who hurt you and why? Why are you holding on to these things? So, you know. And sometimes it's not even who hurt you. They'll see somebody else get hurt and be like, that's why. That's why. It's that's like, bro. It. That's, what? That's the, that's the name of the game is what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. The what you signed up for, patrol. Mm-mm. The what you signed up for, crew. <laughs> that don't make it any less. That don't mean it's right just because it's a part of the game. Come on, y'all. The nuances. 
There's layers to everything, man. Mm-hmm. So many different angles. But I guarantee you this. I would love, I said this on Daddy Issues, but this is dropping before Daddy Issues. So I wanted to see Jada's face during this. Like we saw Lupita. <laughs> Oh, man, I wanted that. to see Jada's face right. during the walk up and the sit back down when Will was like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. What was Jada's face doing? Wait, wasn't she in the shot for like a second? I didn't see her. All I saw was Lupita. Mm-hmm. If you have the visual, I would like to see it. Okay. But I never saw her face during that exchange. Saw the eye roll. That was it. That. So I wonder. And I said this on Daddy Issues, too. Women instinctually like a man to defend his woman. Women women instinctually like that shit. Now, there's some women's like, no, it was wrong, it was wrong. But there's something deep down I'm like, man, but I respect that. You see it in Lupita's face. I don't know if you noticed this, Sabrina. Mm-hmm. When Will Smith says, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. That first mm-hmm. time, he, he said it twice. First she time he head. said it, first time he said it, she was like, oh, snap. She did this, actually. When he repeated, she started to do the head movements with Will, but she stopped herself. She was like, <laughs> she did one bob like that, and then she was like, oh, I'm on camera. Let me just sit here. But instinctually, she was like, you heard what he said. And he riding for his wife. So instinctually, as a woman, she was like, she wanted to follow every word he said. In as her a woman. head, she was like, period. <laughs> period. He but said she was what he like, said. hold on, hold on. Let me hold it together. But she did right. one bob with him. Mm-hmm. Tough. Shout out to Lupita, though. She looked fantastic Aww. in the background being an innocent bystander. Absolutely. <laughs> I hit up I hit up Melissa. Like, how are you breathing in her presence? Because she had her on her story. Oh, wow. And I was like, like, she was close to her. Yeah. And I was like, how are you existing right now? This is too much for Dang. me. And I'm just watching the story. Like, she is amazing. Kev and Melissa was at the Oscars. That's what we really should be talking about. Kev and Melissa was at the Oscars. The Y'all know Kev is always posting his picture with Kev, with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, we are friends. And I was like, tell me about what your friend did tonight. <laughs> to Man. Chris Rock. But that, Kevin yeah. Melissa was at the Oscars. They were there. That's he said he was night. outside when it happened, though. Oh, but, yeah. I remember when I got home <clears throat> that day. And you're like, take a look at this. Yeah. And I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what you were going to show me. Right. Because I, I guess I was driving when it happened. And mm-hmm. I'm listening to music. I'm not listening to nothing. I'm not tapped in. I'm clearly not scrolling. Right. So when you showed me that, I was like, what am I looking at? Yeah. What the hell is this? That was that was crazy, man. It didn't register at first. I was like, what am I looking at? Yeah. Will just did what? That's. I feel like that was a lot of people, though. Because a lot of people posted immediately, like, what just yeah, happened? The shock. It was just like, wait a minute. Will motherfucking Smith. Willard motherfucking Willard. Smith. That was definitely <laughs> Willard. Willard all day. Man. But shout out to Chris Rock for keeping it together, keeping oh, yeah. the show rolling, being a professional, yep. and holding it together. And not even rubbing his face. He didn't touch it. He didn't touch his face. Nothing. He was just he had the his consummate hands. professional. And then when he said, I won't. After, she, after yeah. he said, keep my wife's name. He's like, I won't. Then he said, 
Boy, that was his moment where he was pissed right there. Mm-hmm. After he said, I won't, and he said, boy. And then he looked to the side, and then he was like, well. And then he tried to, he did kind of fumble. He fumbled right after, right? He always cuts off. Oh, yeah, cuts off after, uh, he said, well, this is the greatest night uh, of television. No, he he went to go. And then after that, I haven't seen it. So he went to go talk about the uh, award he was up there to to, to present. To present. Yeah. But he fumbled that part. Uh, and then he corrected himself. And then when he cor- corrected himself, he, he gets like three words out and then it cuts off. I I need to watch the whole thing. Wow. But I just remember he was like, you could just tell he was trying to get his thoughts together. He was like, oh, what the hell? Just That's happened. a lot. It's a lot to process. I, after the slap, I would have been like, all right, so the Grammy for <laughs> best <laughs> Southern style chicken documentary sauce goes to the Doberman Pinscher and the Cats. What? I I can't get my thoughts together. Excuse me, I got slapped. Yo, think about this. Think about the perspective, right? You're Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. You're focused on Will Smith walking up to you. Right. The focus is there. Mm -hmm. All you see is Will Smith and you're like, oh, my buddy Will. He was laughing too. (laughs) Will Smith is coming. Here we go. And then smacked, right? Yeah. And then comes to wa- looking at Will Smith walk away. Yeah. And then he has to refocus on yeah. the rest of the fucking room. Right. That's a lot of people. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of people to be like, yo, that really happened? Yeah. And all these people are, the energy shift? Yeah. All those people? Hell no, nah, son. That's a, that's wild. I'm out of here. I am <laughs> That is wild business. I'll be like, all right, y'all. I know what I'm here for. And to maintain and to stand in one spot? Bro. I had to kick Will in his back. Oh, yeah. 300 style. Yeah. I had to give him the full Sparta kick right in his... My dress shoe would have been in his spine. Tough. Mm -hmm. I probably would have doubled up the kick. I probably would have kicked both feet on the kick. Right there. Boom. I'd have been like, <laughs> and I'd have got up, got the little paperwork, and the, and the Academy Award for Best Documentary. I would have been back on track because mm-hmm. I got him back with the kick. Got it off your chest. I would have needed to get that kick in, and then boom, Best Documentary. Wait a minute. Was he presenting the award that Quest Love ended up winning. Oh my God! Hold on. Was that the award Chris was presenting? Let me know in the chat's worth. No. Get the. F- oh. No. So Quest Love had to follow that. Aww. From from his own Philly neighbor. I know. It was Philly energy up there. It was Philly energy. Will Smith ruined Questlove's big moment. Man. But, yo, shout out to Questlove. Um, we love him. Oh, man. We we are so happy for him. He just, he literally deserves the world. He seems so, like... Oh, man, I love Questlove. Man, he seems great. We need to get Questlove on verbal cardio. If I, had to, if I had to shave all my... The people I follow, if I had to shave off, mm-hmm. and I only got 50 people left, mm-hmm. Questlove is in that 50. Yeah. He might even be in the 30 or the 20. Mm-hmm. But he definitely 
going to be one of the last people standing on my follower list. Yeah. Just because I love it when he posts about musical things because he really goes in depth in what he in what he writes and it's just like man that's a great story um and i love the fact that some of my favorite musicians are winning oscars you know john legend has an oscar common has an oscar and now quest love is an academy award winner and he also happens to be a part of one of my favorite groups in music Mm -hmm. the roots so this is and I've been listening to The Roots heavy since 94. So this is just fantastic. Yeah. But I just hate the fact that it was a slap right before his uh, big moment. But he still has the Oscar. It's still at his home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take anything away from that. And now, you know, people are aware of the Summer of Soul documentary, which is what he won for because he directed it. So, man. Yeah. Questlove be in my comments on occasion, too. He's great. Even, even if he never was, even if he never followed me. Right. The love for Questlove, Black Thought, and the Roots is... Through the roof. You know what I'm saying? They can unfollow me. They can they can block me. I'm going to still follow them. I'm going to still buy the music. I'm still tapping in. I don't be getting personal when it comes to certain people. Like when, when, <laughs> when the Anita Baker fiasco happened... And I was blocked by Anita Baker. I still listen to Rapture. It was, I didn't even flinch. It was like, nah, man. I was like, nope. I still love Anita Baker. My love is here to stay. Mm-hmm. She can slap me at the Oscars. Uh, I'm still be like, I'm going to let her have it. I won't be neglected. <laughs> I won't be denied. The pleasure of your slaps. The pleasure of your smile. Yeah, man. All I need is one more. I need Nas to follow me. Oh. And then I'm complete. Yeah, then that's it. Who is Sade? Oh, no, Sade. They, she needs to. But she, she, since she's not on social media, yeah. I'll be looking at Nas. He'll be posting. Mm-hmm. Nas, because Common, I get Common, The Roots, mm-hmm. Big Boy. Mm-hmm. Which I'll take that as the Andre low key, oh. so it's an outcast follow. Yep. And then Nas is the final piece, yeah. and I'm good. I be uh, I be watching Sade's son's post, mm-hmm. just looking for a glimpse. Like, oh, do what? he be posting mm-hmm. his mom? Yeah, that's cool as hell. So dope. She only got one child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just got married too. Oh, not too long ago. Yeah. I wonder if she was at the wedding. You think like, she was at yeah. the wedding? Apparently, they like really like each other. I be, I be, I'm nosy. Man, uh, <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, oh, what y'all up to? Oh, like you're Shade's child. Right. I'm, I'm looking. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, man. Shade, you know what makes Shade so dope is the mystique of, of Shade. Mm-hmm. She never overexposed herself. Like Shade. Shade hit the scene in 85, I feel like was the debut album. Um wait, let me let me go. Let me let me let me give y'all the timeline accurately before I fumble up. So 85, I feel like was Shade's debut with uh Diamond Life, right? And uh then she came out with an album shortly thereafter. 
She didn't wait too, too long. All right, here we go. So Diamond, oh, 84. So Diamond Life came out in 84, right? Promise in 85. Stronger Than Pride in 88. Love Deluxe in 92. Then she took a big gap. Hit us with the lover, Lover's Rock in 2000. And she took another big gap. She gave us a decade of just drought. Came back with Soldier Love. One, two, three, four, five, six. She got six albums from 1984 to 2010. Six albums. So she be starving us out here. She be like, nah, y'all gonna wait. She came in hot initially. Diamond Life and Promise was back to back. She was like, yeah, this and this. We like, oh man, we're gonna we're gonna get an album annually from Sade, man. She coming with the annuals. It's tax time and it's Sade time. We can count on it. And then she was like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Wait a couple years after this. Then she hit us with the stronger than pride. I was like, oh, okay. So, you know. And then she waited, she, she made us wait four more years. Boom. Love Deluxe on you hoes. And then bow, you know what I'm saying? Then she started drying us the hell out. <laughs> but she's my favorite. But I know she ain't on Instagram, so I won't be. But Nas is right there in my face. Posting away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. I it's going it. to happen. I yeah. feel it. It's coming. I'm going to get under Nas's radar somehow, and it's going to be like, because mm-hmm. Hit Boy is in. This Me is and Hit Boy follow each other. This is true. We all in. Soon, soon as Hit Boy be like, hey, man, <laughs> Nas, look at this right here. And it's a cat slapping something. He was like, ha, ah, that's funny, man. That's real funny, that's man. It reminds me of growing up in Queens. You know, we used to see cats all the time slapping each other. You know, my younger brother, Jungle, you know, my mom's, you know, my pops was gone. So we just we just watched cats, you know, outside slap box mm-hmm. in Queensbridge. You know, and then next thing you know, it was just like, yeah, you know. And then I had my first child, you know, Destiny, and then, you know. And then, you know, we came through, and then me and Khalees, and we used to just talk about cats all day, you know, and wonder what they was thinking, you know. And we had a little dust up with Jay, and the whole time I was like, man, what if I was a cat? Mm-hmm. And I slapped Jay, mm-hmm. you know. I had to do that. I had to eat them, you know what I mean? And so let, let's go to Africa, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So then I saw Tony Baker's video, so I was like, let me follow him. Ooh. And then boom, here we are. Full circle. It's full circle, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Life's a bitch. Mm, this is true. And then you die. Oh, that's but that's just my New York state of mind, oh, you know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Word up. Mm-hmm. What is born? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? All day. <laughs> Nas is Batman. <laughs> what if Nas was Batman this whole time? <laughs> Worser. <laughs> Worser. Um, I I did watch to bring it back. Uh, I did watch the video of, of Chris Rock finishing his sentence. Okay. Questlove walking up uh-huh. and dapping up Will Smith, and then going on stage and receiving his award. Oh wow, Philly. <laughs> Philly, but uh, to be fair, Will made sure he got the dap up. He's like you. We Philly. Yeah. You gonna dap me up like 
Here, I'm gonna give you just a little. Let me see little. that dap up, man. Cue up the dap. The dap. Shout out to Dapper. Oh yeah, he caught him. You see it, right? Yeah. And Chris Rock, Chris Rock and Questlove are friends. Yep, they all friends, man. Yeah, they all. Man, Chris was still up there. Tough. I, I wish know, we could hear it, but I feel bad for Chris though. Like, just the embarrassment of the of the moment and the incident. You know what I mean? It's a lot. So I'm just like, man, that's and to still be up there and to just be standing around and you know handing handing out Oscars and stuff like that. It's like, whoo, yeah. Aren't you embarrassed? But oh, I always think of Sebastian. you. I Aren't think, you embarrassed? I think of you repeating that over and over. <laughs> but you know what? There, there's a part of me where, because I'm still mad about a certain thing Chris Rock did. Oh yes. In the previous video. Yes. The out of respect for you know his family. I, I don't like to post or talk about publicly, but it's a public video out there where I was mad at Chris. Mm-hmm. And a part of me is like, yeah. But a part of me is like, but nah. You know, so Louis C.K. was involved, Ricky Gervais. So, you know, it was that moment where I was just like, I was pissed. So, But that's all I'm going to say on that. I know people have been digging that video up, but I'm going to just say shout out to Jerome Seinfeld. Man, shout out to Jerome Seinfeld. <laughs> we love him. Shout out to Jerome Seinfeld in that moment. Yes. Um, if you are curious as to what Tony is speaking of, you can literally Google or go on YouTube and type in all those names he just mentioned. Yeah. And figure it out. Because I, I don't, you know, I don't like to really take it there because I am a comedian. You know, I, I work with comedians and, you know, I'm. You know, I consider, you know, Tony Rock, who's Chris Rock's brother, you know, a friend, a friend in the game at least. You know, we're not we're not the best of friends, but I respect Tony Rock and like, you know, mm-hmm. I respect him as a man and as a comedian and you know, part of that extends to his family. So, you know, even though Chris Rock is a huge celebrity, one of the best one of the biggest comedians in the world, you know, I still like to honor the fact that, you know, that's Tony's brother. So I try to keep that in mind and not really, you know, go overboard with what I'm talking about, you know. I do have a filter, you know. I do have some some type of filter when it's connected to something like that because I do I do value family and respect family. So, you know, I try not to go in too tough out of respect for, you know, Tony Rock and his family. So I'll say that, but. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, on a lighter note, on a happier note, Sam Jackson finally gets his Oscar in from Denzel. They gave him the uh, the tribute Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he deserves it, he man. Des- he's been a, a over a hundred. How many movies? His his IMDb credit list. <laughs> it's so let long. me dig it up. Let me show you how extensive Samuel L. Jackson is. Man. Do I think what counts, uh, G. Lowry? G. Lowry asked me, do you think that counts, Samuel L. J. Oh, that, do I think that Oscar counts? Not really. It's not the same, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's dope that you get an honoree Oscar, but I, I don't, 
It don't hit the same as winning an Oscar for a specific piece. Um, I feel like it's the honorary, like when they make somebody an honorary uh, graduate or honorary, you know, member of a fraternity or sorority. It's just not the same. Like you didn't, I don't know, it's just not the same. But it's a little bit different than that because, you know, they are rewarding him for his work, you know, throughout everything. But it just don't hit the same, the same. Uh, but let me see. Sam Jackson. Wait, there's a... Why are they bringing up... There's a show called Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> Spike got an honorary, too? Yeah, I remember his honorary. But it... it, it wait, did, wait, Spike Lee, didn't he get an Oscar for doing the screenplay for Black Klansman? Didn't he get that? I thought he got one for that. So on IMDb, Samuel Jackson has 197 acting credits. 190. This man does not say no. 197 acting credits, 11 producer credits, 415 credits as himself. A hundred and ninety-seven credits. Man. Check this out. I really wonder if it's like a thing for him where he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. He just really, <laughs> he loves to work. Some people just love to work. Yeah. And they but just. But a hundred and ninety-seven, that's, man. And so, nothing's overlapping. Like, you got time for all of that? Right. Right. If you pay him, he'll do it. I have 37 credits. Um, and Spike Lee did win for Black Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh, that counts. 2019. That counts for Spike, man. I have 37 credits. Chris Tucker. I think I have more credits than Chris Tucker. Mind you, my credits are not hard-hitting, but at all. Chris Tucker has 23 credits. 23. Chris Tucker was like, I don't need to shoot anything. I don't need this. And some of those credits are like music videos. If you just count, if you just count Chris Tucker's movie roles, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He has 13 movie credits. 13. Chris Tucker was like, I ain't filming shit. I ain't filming a damn thing. <laughs> 13 credits since the 90s? 13? He's like, look, I ain't filming a damn thing. Um, I looked up. Uh, when did Samuel Jackson start acting, right? Mm -hmm. And it says 24, but it says, we often forget that before exploding into the public consciousness in 1994, right. aged 45, yeah. as Pulp Fiction's fire and brimstone spewing hitman Jules, uh -huh. that Jackson was a well-regarded New York stage actor. Yep. So he was... He, do he does this. Yeah, he's been around. 
And even before, like, when you watch movies pre-Pulp Fiction, Mm -hmm. you realize that, yo, this dude's been out here. Before Pulp Fiction, he was in Loaded Weapon. He was in Amos and Andrew. He was in Coming to America. He was in uh, School Days. He was in Jungle Fever. He was just... He was in Goodfellas. He was in White Sands. He was he was around. He was steadily working. He was in Juice. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was in Minister Society. He fresh. Oh, oh, god! I love fresh. Fresh, and that was the same year as Pulp Fiction. <laughs> He's just always. And I I just think this is who he is. He yeah. works. I act. This is what I do, and boom, work ethic. You know, and uh, I feel like. Yeah. When you when you truly do what you love to do, you're just gonna continue to do it. He uh, he had his first role one year after receiving his degree from Morehouse College. Mm. Uh, he made his film debut in the political drama Together for Days. Together for Days, man. Man. Wow. Oh, he he was in Do the Right Thing. Wow. <laughs> he was in Do the Right Thing. He was the radio man. Mm-hmm. This dude is legendary, He's man. probably in so many things we don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out later he was in Warriors. Right. <laughs> Everybody was in Everybody Warriors. Everybody was in there. I'm sure he was in. He was snuck in. In New York, too? Yeah. Come he's, on, he's, All those extras? Let me get in here. Like, what, what were you doing when they were filming the Warriors? <laughs> I was there. I would love to interview him. Ah. Oh, man. He, he, deserves, he deserved that honorary Oscar. Mm-hmm. Just for blood, sweat, and tears in the game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now I was wondering why all the Pulp Fiction crew was around the Oscars this time. Because uh, when Will Smith wins, you see John Travolta's up there, Uma Thurman, Quentin Tarantino was sitting around. So I was like, were they there for uh, Sam? But that's 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 incredible, man. Man, do you think if you was an actor, would you say no? If I if I had the opportunity to say yes every time, I'd probably yeah. Say people yes. just come to you with uh. scripts. Knowing me, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Okay. And then later on, I'd be like, damn it, I, I double booked. I'm sorry. I'm, mm. But let's let's try to figure it out. Because I do that now when people yeah. ask me to do stuff. I'm like, oh, m- m- money? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. So you you <laughs> you could see yourself with 102 credits. Yeah, I could do that. That'd yeah. be so much fun. And you don't be watching your stuff either. You just Never. shoot it and then walk away. To this day, I don't watch I don't watch half of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I did watch that one um, thing that I did, the like with the killer Uh What's it called? I can't I don't even know the name, but mm. I watched really it back. Dedicated and to the project. I watched it back, and I was like, <laughs> "I like this. This is pretty good. I did my thing." Dedication. Yeah, I definitely would. And he he did some fun stuff, and uh, like he's memorable, and he gets to play himself, especially if I get to play myself. Yeah. If I get to be me, they want you to be you in this role. I, every every scene that I'm in, I'm like, "You're what's good." Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter, I, it'll be. Slave movie. Your what's good, y'all? What we doing? Where we at with it? <laughs> Where we at with it, y'all? Your like whoa. <laughs> it didn't even match the time. Not the time zone. I'm inside cleaning the house, but your your massive what up? <laughs> what's good? What's good? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sam Jack though, man. Mm-hmm. Much deserved for sure. Yeah, for damn sure, man. If he if he died and never got one, yeah, that you know what I mean. And he like, looks great for his age. He looks the same. 
He's 72, 73. He froze. He Looking just like froze that. in time. Dang, man. He be drinking water. Oh, he be drinking. I want to know what his day-to-day is. He was vegan for a while. I don't know if he's still vegan, but he, he has, if you look it up on YouTube, mm. uh, Sam Jackson, vegan, he like talks about it in in depth about yeah. being vegan and stuff. I want to interview him. Let's get him on verbal cardio. I got man. you. His bestie is Judge Judy. I'm not a Judge Judy fan. What? I'm not a Judge Judy. Yeah. She be so mean. Yeah. She too mean for me, man. Yo, Frozone is definitely a great. Yo, Frozone. Definitely a friend. Where is my soap? Man, I forgot so about Frozone. <laughs> great career, man. A man. Uh, that's the career. Did what had to be done. Hell yeah. And we don't like is there any controversy? Like true and that's another thing about him. Mm. His personality is that like it has to be really bad. Yeah. In order for us to be like, Oh, I can't believe Sam Jackson right. did this. Right. I feel like for most people it's like, Oh yeah, I I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, he did that? Oh yeah, I can I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. Shouldn't have pissed him off, goddamn. <laughs> Shouldn't have pissed him off. How about that? How about that? And and he's he's getting Marvel checks. Oh my God! Why don't you get me started? He's on getting Marvel, Marvel checks. checks, and he'd be in the movies for five minutes. Five minutes if just that. walking up. Hey, what's going on? I need y'all for this. All right. I'm All out. right. And his voice be coming in sometimes. Yep. He could be at home shooting that. Yep. Like, hey Sam, we need you to call uh, Captain Marvel. For a for a scene, he did heavy lifting in Captain Marvel and Winter Soldier. Yeah, because he was in he was in those movies a lot. He had oh, action yeah. scenes in those. But other than that, damn yeah. man, he really he barely has to leave his house. In game, <laughs> he just showed up for the funeral and stood yeah. on the porch. Didn't even say a line. Just come in and stand on the porch. Look sad. I wonder what his salary was just for the stand on the porch. Oh man, like. I'm sure it wasn't nothing too crazy because they had such a big cast in there, but all right, you gonna walk out and stand on the porch. He was in Jurassic Park? Yes. That's he's in so many good this is why I would not say no. Yeah. Because you don't know whatever's like these are classic movies. Mm-hmm. He's in classic die hard. He's in classic films. He wasn't die hard with a vengeance. This was this was cause cause once he was in all all these all the, movies before, but once he got Pulp Fiction, and he got an Oscar nomination for it. That's when it was like, yo, Sam Jackson. Now Man. he's above the title. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though I think he was a, above the title for Amos and Andrew, he was also Mace Windu. He was Mace. He's Star Wars money. Mace Windu. He's, he's a, a Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> he's a goddamn Jedi, Jedi man. That's insane. Oh. Uh. This He's is, coming to America, this classic. Is wild. He's just in so many classic. This films. is wild business, man. They got questions over here in the joint. All right, oh, so yes. Um, Kiyomi asks, "What are some fandoms that you're a part of? Uh, for example, I'm a Potterhead, and I also love Star Wars. Um, Marvel. I'm I'm a Marvel head. No, yeah, you're you're definitely a Marvel. I'm fandom. Marvel McGee because you are beyond the movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're I grew like up with Marvel. Yeah, I so grew like up on it. like you're 
you read the books and you know in depth and yeah. you and you know like if the I got movie trading cards. Yeah. If the movie goes one way, you know the other way that they went in yeah. like originally. Mm. You have uh you have action figures. I you do. have you know what I mean? So yeah. like yeah, you're legit. Yep. <laughs> you I grew real. up with Marvel Heavy. Uh, my oldest brother Khalil collected comic books, so um I would just always read his comics and just be like, Man, this is this is it right here. And so I remember the first time I got Marvel action figures was they had these to, they had these Secret Wars toys, and one Christmas I'll never forget it. They got me eight of them in in one Christmas. <laughs> so it was uh so I got four good guys and four bad guys. Shout out to my mom, she got me Daredevil, the black costume Spider Man. So I had the Spider Man in the symbiote suit. Because Secret Wars is where he first got that suit in the comic books. So Daredevil, Spider-Man in the symbiote costume, Captain America, and Wolverine. And on the villain side, I had Kang, Magneto, um, Dr. Octopus, and Dr. Doom. So I had four heroes and four villains. I was like, this is the ultimate Christmas and so I lost my Spider-Man outside. I was playing with my toys outside, 36th Street, Chicago, Illinois. I went back to this location a couple years ago to see <laughs> if Spider-Man was still in there. So I, I was playing with my Spider-Man. I think that Spider-Man is still there. He has to still be there. I don't see why, because they still have that little... Okay, so <laughs> in the townhouse complex I lived in, the, you, when you come out the back door, there's a parking lot. And on the other side of the parking lot, there's some trees there. And at the base of the trees is like the little... Uh, you know, at the base of the trees, they'll have like the... I don't know if it's, it's mulch or type oh, of. Yeah. It's not just soil. It's like the 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 chips and the and the pieces in there, the wooden chips and pieces or whatever, whatever that is. The foundation. So I remember one time I was playing with my toys outside, and Spider Man was getting beat down into the. Uh, they was beating him down into the, you know, the soil or whatever, and so I was never able to find him. When I beat him down into the soil, I was like, man, I lost him. So I was looking for him for days after that. But I couldn't find him. And then we ended up moving from there, whatever. So I lost that Spider-Man in that soil. But I think it's still there because who else would be playing in there? And if those, if those trees are still there, which I think they were last time I went in 2017, I think Spider-Man is still there. Matter of fact, when we go to Chicago, I might pull up and do some digging. Oh, let's go. Cause what, cause if he is still there, he's been in that since the 80s. So I don't know what he would look like. I don't know. but It's going to be like like this a scene from Jurassic Park when they're digging up bones yeah, and stuff. Archaeology. I got yeah. the little brush. I got my little satchel, archaeological <laughs> tools. Take yeah. a look at this. They sell those at uh, Toys R Us. And you got to excavate yep. something that'll, you know, hit you with the terms out here in the mm -hmm. archaeological streets. Look at you. Um, <laughs> but I remember I remember those toys. I can smell them. I, I remember the smell of these action figures.
Shout out to Sandy Baker for giving me a great Christmas that time. So Marvel, comic books in general, I like DC a lot too. So I'm a comic book head. Um, Big, big fan of, I consider myself a big fan of hip hop. Uh, mm-hmm. Classic golden era hip hop. Beyond that, 90s hip hop. Um, I'm a movie nerd in general. Um, I love movies. I can talk movies all day. I'm no box office grosses just because. Like this weekend, number one movie in the country was uh, the Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but that's the number one movie at the box office. Made over 30 million domestically. Um, that's the highest gross for a female led comedy in a while. Uh, Lost City. Lost City. Lost City. So now we in that romance in the stone, jewel of the Nile type adventure, jungle, you know, romance, jungle adventure. Brad Pitt is in there as well. So that's number one. Number two is The Batman. And that made about $20 million, uh, twenty million or so this weekend. This is just stuff I know, man. I just check. Every week, I check the box office results. And it's not even that you just check. You store it. Yeah, I'll be like... Stored. Programmed. <laughs> Forever. The Michelle Yeoh movie that's in super limited release, it's making a lot of noise in super lim- limited release. It has a super long title. I forget the name of it, but the critics are loving it. Um, but yeah, y'all. This is, so th- those are the things I'm like super fans of. I get I'm on, I'm I'm pretty passionate about the Chicago Bears and the Chicago Bulls. Like when when they're playing, I'm all in when mm-hmm. they're playing. Like the Bulls and Knicks played yesterday, mm-hmm. when I was all into the game because it got close. Yeah. So Sabrina was talking to me. I felt bad because I would be like, Yeah, no, I felt it though. And I was like, Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the Bulls ended up losing to the Knicks. Yes, sir. Whackness, yes, but sir. uh. So, yeah, so, like, I'm into my particular teams, Bulls and the Bears. Um, so I'm a fan on that front. Not, I wouldn't consider myself a huge sports head, like, you know, Keon and Keenan and, you know, Chaz. They be just throwing out names and colleges and, you know, super nerding out. But I just be on the surface. I just be like, well, my team is mm-hmm. this. But I also be paying attention to other teams, too. So yeah, that's the that's the, the fandoms I'm on. Uh, I'm also a fan of like astronomy, man. Oh yeah, you're you're a science nerd. Yeah, you're definitely a science nerd for sure. That you are in fire. the um, Neil deGrasse Tyson fandom. Yeah, for sure. Nova. Yeah. Uh, the cosmos, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of that. Like i I can watch I can watch videos about the universe all day. Like we discovered planets over here. I'd be like, oh, oh, I'm pulling up <laughs> to the planet. Yeah, you, you know, know what those planets don't need hmm. water. Oh man, I got you. <laughs> they need that water. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So every planet that's out there in the universe needs water. Well, if they want to harbor life. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. I just I mean, they exist. Yeah. That's the only place. If y'all don't want water, go out there. Yeah. 
don't want to respect it. Um, but I'm in. Apparently, I'm in a lot of things, y'all. <laughs> yeah. As I sit here and dissect it, I'm in the, quite a few things. So, is that good question though, Kiyomi? Yeah, it was really good. Shout out to Kiyomi, man. I like Kiyomi. Uh, Isaac Gentry, if you were stuck on a deserted island, what would be the one game console you would take? Oh, good question. So I got one console. One console to rule them all. I'm going to just assume I have games. Because I'm not just going to take the console and I ain't got no games. Then the console is just useless because you, you, you just got the console. You ain't got the games. You don't deserve the island. You just got the console. You just sitting there. And now you're talking to the console like it's Wilson and Castaway, but it's just you're not getting no games out of it. So I assume I got the games for the console. Uh, I want to say Xbox or PlayStation, just on the sheer volume of games and the longevity of the joint. I imagined you being stuck on a deserted island, but still finding a way to play Call of Duty with us. Oh yeah, and be like, Tony, you know we can go save you now. You know I'm good. I got my if console. If I could, if I could be on a deserted island with an <laughs> internet connection, no, you'd be good. I'd be good to go. I could still play I'm sending, COD. I'm sending midnight though. I'm gonna be more aggressive though. Like if y'all don't show up, I'm uh, like what y'all doing, man? Like we have lives, Tony. Quit like, your job. Quit your job. Do this that, and the third. Because all I got is the COD. <laughs> On the deserted island. Right. So uh, it would be a play between a PlayStation and an Xbox. Um, I would probably go just PlayStation for the sheer amount of games, I guess. One of, one of those PSs. It don't matter the number for me. One of the later PSs. Yes. So PS4, I guess. Um, so I'll go with that. Atari, man, but the games are so old school. I ain't going to get no satisfaction in the long run beyond some nostalgia where I'm playing like, oh, it was good to play Pac-Man again, but I'm on a deserted island. I need these games to pop. So, yeah, we'll go with the PS. We'll go with the PS4 on that question. Uh, Terrence C. asks, if you haven't talked to somebody since you were kids and they got your number through a mutual friend, would it be better to reconnect through a call or a text? You know me, man. <laughs> uh, if you don't know me, you will know me, but text me. Text me. Even if it's let me let me decipher, like, let's say Leon. I always bring up Leon, my oldest friend. Let's say Leon finds me. Initially, I'm going to be like, we're going to have to text. And then if it's him, yo, Leon, then I'm going to be like, call me, bro, and then we'll talk. But the initial the initial setup, we texting. We just going to do the text, man. Just to, just to get the ball rolling, just to get the feet wet, you know. Because after all these years, you might be an over-talker. Now I'm stuck on the phone for hours, and you've just been talking about yourself catching me up on your life with no breaks. And now I'm a skeleton on the other end of the phone, withered up, dead and buried with that Spider-Man action figure. So, you know, and I hate being hemmed up. I love you, but let me get off this phone. Mm -hmm. Please. Um, I asked the question uh, yesterday. Was that yesterday that I asked the question? Um, 
And I'm also curious if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, comment below. If you're watching this live right now, you can just comment right then and there. Are you better at saying goodbye on a hemmed up phone call or are you better saying goodbye in person? And me and Tony both said we're better at saying goodbye in person. We're, yeah. be we're better at being like, ah, I got to go. We got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I got to go. But like getting off the phone, it's like double dutch. Mm -hmm. You're waiting for your moment yeah. to jump in and be like, yep. I'm hanging up. Mm -hmm. And you got to have a good excuse to get off that phone. Yeah. But in, in person, it's like you can, your body language can yeah. speak for you. I got to like, get the hell I, out of go. Yeah, you can scramble <laughs> it up in the body language. Mm -hmm. be like, hey, or you can just, you can disappear. That's right. French. What is the French goodbye? You could know. disappear. Like, yeah. Wait, did Tony leave? I've done that. Next door by. Tony left. What time he leave? My bad. I had to get the hell out of there. And that's mm -hmm. all you got to say. Mm -hmm. But the phone is just you and that person. It's it's intense. It's, it's a like, lot. It's a whole lot. Oh, Irish goodbye. That's a whole Irish goodbye. goodbye. Why do they call it Irish? I'm, I think I feel like that's how the Irish be dipping. I heard. <laughs> A whole bunch of different They just get goodbyes. the hell out of there without saying bye in Ireland. Yeah. Ireland. I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to Ireland, too. Yeah. It looks so green. green. <laughs> yeah. It looks good. Green, some potatoes. I was watching um, a video of this dude who went to a restaurant in Ireland. Mm. And it's just like you order through the window. And it's like an old mm. pebble stone so street. It's, it's, it's haunted. haunted what as you fuck. Saying? It's so the ghost, super haunted. The ghosts serve you the food. So keep going. Mm. <laughs> so he he brought his own table with him. This mm. was because it was during the pandemic. Yeah. And he set up he set up shop on the sidewalk, mm. and they brought him food, and it looked good. Yeah. You know, it's potatoes. Yeah, you can't go wrong with potatoes. potatoes just... <sighs> Shout out to Big Irish J. Um, just you can't go wrong with it. And then Man. he had a cookie. Uh -huh. They gave him a cookie for dessert. Yeah. It looked so soft. It was oh. big. I was Come like, bro. You could see the heat oh. coming off, steaming. Soft cookie. Yeah. I was like, Come on, I want to go to Ireland just to watch people eat at this spot. <laughs> just watch y'all. Like, like, yeah, Potatoes yeah. and soft cookies, man. Mm -hmm. you, you can't beat a day like that. Mm -hmm. Potatoes are just... So versatile and so dope. Ah, uh, potatoes, you can make them into anything. It's oh, just gorgeous. Man, come on, man. Gorgeous. Stall me out, man. Give me a bite. And there's so many different kinds of potatoes. Oh, so many. Sweet, purple, oh. ube. I'm loving sweet potatoes now. Oh, yeah. I'm loving them now. Oh, man. I be cooking them. Oh, man. Duh. I'm <laughs> hungry, man. We've been talking about food. Oh, yeah, anyway. we need to shut up. Uh, uh, <laughs> G. Lowry eggs. Tony, you doing a slave movie? <laughs> um, I'm kind of slaveried out. Unless you have the right premise. Like there's a movie with Kiki Palmer out right now called Angie. Angie, right? Alice. Alice. Where uh, she's a slave that time travels. So she comes out of slavery into, like, I think the 70s. That's an interesting premise right there. Yeah, like, that's that's something different right there. That's something we haven't seen, and I would like to explore that. If it's a, if it's a good premise on the slavery tip, I'd be game. But if it's just pure, we just in slavery again, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, 
traumaed out on the slavery front. But, and I feel bad for that because those stories need to be told. They deserve to be told. And I, I just feel like they are important. But right now, I just feel like I need a break unless the premise is like super, super different and dope and kind of interesting. So um, if it's just pure slave, like another 12 years of slave, no, nah, I don't think so. But like something like that where a slave tra uh, fast forwards to 2022 and he got to get acclimated to today's society. That's a great. That's a great premise. Mm -hmm. So something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Um, Envy Talent. Hey, I'm super curious. Would you rather be on Hot Ones or SNL? To be honest with you, I would rather be on Hot Ones. I would rather be on Hot Ones. I, now, I assume you mean as a guest, so I would just be a guest on SNL. SNL hasn't been funny to me in a long, long time. Like, they'll have some skits here and there that hit, but overall, I haven't really been feeling SNL for a long time. So, you know, even though, even though you know, I, I took the opportunity to audition for SNL, and it's a, it's a great opportunity to be on there. As far as me being honest about enjoying the show, nah, man, there's too many misses. And so, but hot ones, I feel like, one, I would have a great time. Two, I love a challenge mm -hmm. like that. I want to see how far I can get with those hot-ass sauces, and I probably wouldn't get far because I'm soft in the mouth. Mm -hmm. I'm soft in the mouth, Kylas. My mouth is soft. <laughs> Me too. Oh, my mouth is this. this if my mom, if my mouth was represented by a hand, it's this. When people this be like, this, "My mouth," it's not that hot. I'd be like, "Oh, I can't do it then." This is this <laughs> big soft. Soft. People be like, "It ain't even spicy." My nose is running like a faucet. Mm -hmm. Nose is bleeding. I'm crying. Mm -hmm. I'm soft, but I was still going hot ones, mm -hmm. fully game, and all in on taking the challenges. Yeah, and I, I love the premise of Hot Ones, so definitely for me, Hot Ones. I would love to be on Hot Ones. And I love his questions because he he's like, like he be knowing stuff. Yeah, like how the hell did you know that? It's just great conversation while I'm fighting for my goddamn life. Yeah, that's entertaining. It's so, and then you're funny. Like, yeah, it's so, and then mm -hmm. I just feel like you know the Republicans and Democrats just need to. God, what the fuck am I eating? You know, just those moments within that. Oh, it's a good ass time. Yeah, way better than SNL right now. Um, little known fact: they get their vegan uh, wings imported from London, from wow. this place called the Temple Damn. of Satan. They got money. Yeah, the Temple of Satan. Uh, it's like a chicken spot in London. That but... better be good for all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really popular. That place is like okay. it's huge. Cause I, cause you know London is not yeah. known for food. Yeah, yeah, they have some pretty decent vegan food. There's only one place when I was in London that I was like, I will never come back here. Mm. But besides that, everything else was pretty. Good. Oh, and this other spot I went to, I wouldn't go back. But it wasn't because it wasn't good. It was just spicy. Mm, okay. Yeah, everything was spicy. Well, I, I don't know if I told you this. I think I did. Oh, yeah, mm. I told you this. But when I was in a yeah, y'all may or may not know this. I always finish my food. If I order it, I'm going to finish it. 
Sabrina puts it on the plate. I'm going to clean the plate. So I went to this place in uh, Louisville um, called Grit, Grits, V Grits or something like that in Louisville, Kentucky. And I ordered the chili. Chili was spicy. I didn't finish it. And it wasn't like crazy spicy, but it was spicy enough for me to fold up. I did not finish my food. If the, and that's lul, and for me, that's rare. Very. So I was just like, I felt like a punk. I feel soft. I was this. My mouth was flimsy. I had the dog paw mouth, soft. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm proud of who I am. I embrace who I am. I'm soft in the mouth. But I would love to do hot ones. And if y'all have a connection on hot ones, get me yeah. in there. I would love to do it. That'd be dope. Um, Kobe McGuire asked me, what's your favorite Samuel L. Jackson movie? Mine is The Negotiator. With everything we just discussed, Samuel L. Jackson's been in a thousand movies. So this is going to be tough. So I'm going to narrow it down to movies that he was the lead in. Okay, so we taking Coming to America off the table. We taking small roles off the table. We just talking about Sam Jackson movies. I assume Kobe. I don't want to. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Appreciate the respect, Marie. She said we still respect you. Um, so I'm gonna go with you know Samuel L. Jackson led films, whether he had first or second billing. It's still tough. Because he has so many movies on his resume that it's just hard. Like, I want to put Ease By You on there. Yeah. I want to put, uh, um, I love Die Hard with a Vengeance. I loved um, Fresh. I loved, uh, damn. I like, I really like A Long Kiss Goodnight. Um, in this moment for right now, just to answer it pretty quickly, I really liked him in Shaft, the first one. Um, I'm going to just go with Eve's Bayou. That that was going to be my pick. Yeah. Eve's Bayou and Fresh. Those are my top two. Yeah. In no order. Those two movies right there are just... Amazing. And, and, and if you look at Sam Jackson's performances between Fresh and Eve's Bayou, Totally different characters. A dad in both. A dad in both. Totally different. Completely different. And I was just like, wow, man, that's that's great range. Yeah. Totally different characters. Totally different. And, yeah, one of those two. Shout out to Giancarlo, too, because uh, <laughs> he's Giancarlo. also in everything. <laughs> Phenomenal actor. Yeah. Great resume. He's in that? Oh, yeah. I was scared of him. Yeah. And he was, he, and he wasn't even like aggressively scary. Nah. He was just like, "Yo, I am uncomfortable." Less is more. A lot of the times with these scary guys, a lot of people feel like they got to overdo it. You don't. Mm-mm. Less is more. Giancarlo Esposito. Man. Man. I'm glad he out here killing it. Too. Oh, he's doing his thing. Um, um, look what I found. Spike Lee has a good eye for talent. Oh, because he has repeatedly worked with some phenomenal actors. Early in their careers. Yep. Um, how I became an usher at Martin Luther King's funeral. 
he was in college. He was in college when Martin Luther King passed. He said that he was at the store buying a drink when he heard that he got shot. And he asked somebody, did he die? And the person's like, no, not yet. Uh-huh. And and then I don't I I I just found that article so I didn't read it all but I read up to there and I was like that's insane. Samuel Jackson was an usher at Martin Luther King's funeral. That's insane. That's crazy. That's wild, man. That's <laughs> historical. That's insane. This to is... be a part of that. Yeah. Wow. But you'd never think if he's 72, 73, he was born in the 40s. Mm-hmm. He was around. Wow. He was Samuel Jackson was around for Picasso, Elvis, and Martin Luther, Martin King. Luther King. We had that conversation last time. That's All crazy. three of them. Same, Malcolm X. Same time. All alive at the same time. And Malcolm X. And yeah, he was here That's for That's wild. That's insane. Yeah. Um Kevin Davis, if you could make a TV show based on one of your sketch characters, who would you choose? Benedict Crimwood. Oh, 100%. Would be the TV show for me. Benedict Crimwood. I love drug cartel, kingpin movies, documentaries. That's another thing I'm a super fan of, too, Kiyomi. Drug cartel, kingpin, documentaries, or fictionalized, or based. Um, I don't. I don't like to say I'm a fan of it because so many people have really died behind this game. But I'm. I'm just super into that lifestyle and that 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 type of shit. I'm all in. I'm super like interested. Um, but I would love to do. A TV series based on Benedict Crimwood, the drug kingpin that doesn't say a lot. He doesn't do a lot of talking, and he gets the job done. He's my favorite character to portray that that I've created. So that answers that. Um, Jerome asks, if you could cameo on three artists project like you did on D Smoke, who would it be? Nas, <laughs> Common, Sade. Even though I feel like I would bring the property value down on the Sade project because she wouldn't be having guests like that. So I'm going to take myself off the Sade joint and I'm going to put myself on the Erica Badu project. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm That's a great one. I feel like she would welcome my energy and my spirit and all that and whatever I had to offer. So I'm going to go with Erica, Nas, Common. Um... Shanna, oh, Shanna, 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 Shanna like Hannah. Uh, would you rather do a voiceover work on a cartoon or an animal documentary? I would rather do voiceover work on an animal documentary because I feel like I wouldn't have to do as much with my voice. To be honest with you, I'm very intimidated by the skill level of true voiceover animated actors. I, n- I the, noticed that. The way they, you noticed that with me? Yeah, because I asked you that once. I was like, would you do something where your voice has to be completely different? And you said, I'd rather not. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because I feel like, I don't feel like I can change my voice that good, you know. Because um, these guys that we grew up watching, 
when you look at the different characters they were within an animated show, you'll be like, wait, that was the same person? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can pull that off. I feel like you're always going to know it's me. Even even though I can change, I can change inflections here and there, you're always going to know it's Tony. That's how I feel anyway. Like if you look at the voiceover things that I've created on social media, you know Gerald is also, uh, Cordell is also... Actually, Cordell and Gerald don't sound anything alike. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but I'm still intimidated by the <laughs> the voice, the male blanks of the world and, like, you know, the Peter Cullens in the game. But for animal documentary, I could do the shit out of that. Um, so I would love to do it. Talk about tigers and just be like, so the tiger mates, this, that, and the third. Absolutely. Um, and then the final question, this is the last question, man, we gotta get the hell out of here. Uh, Queer Claws asks, do y'all know Sam Jackson was expelled from Morehouse in the 60s for holding admins hostage, including MLK Sr.? Wait, what? What? Did you know uh, that Samuel Jackson was expelled from Morehouse in the 60s for holding admins hostage, including MLK Sr. Um, he held them hostage? Like, at gunpoint? Uh, let's see. Is this a John Q uh, move right here? What are we talking about? Yeah? Yeah, 19, in 1969, actor Samuel L. Jackson was expelled from historically black Morehouse College for locking board members in a building for two days in protest of the school's curriculum and governance. Included in this group of people who were held hostage was Martin Luther King Jr.'s very own father, Martin Luther King Sr. <laughs> wow. That's funny. That's you know crazy. what's funny? I never think about Martin Luther King Sr. Yeah, I mean, he's the junior. He's clearly been junior. He's yeah. always we've always said that junior. Junior has to be included. But I never think about senior. And even when you said MLK senior, I read it, looked at it, absorbed it, had you say it to me, and I'm still just like it was it, it was the Martin Luther King that we know. No, it was his dad. Wow. 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 Never knew. He passed in November on November 11th 1984 Martin Luther King Sr. Sr. He was around. He had to bury his son. He had to bury his son. He was 84 when he passed. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Man, his dad was low key. Yeah. I never even thought about Martin Luther King Sr. I never knew until this very moment he buried his son. Like there's pictures of him that look very 80s. You look them up. It's like these wow. are crispy ass pictures. Wow. I think I've seen the picture of him before. I definitely like looked at him. But then I would just forget. That's crazy. Yeah, because, yeah, um, Emma K was young. He was in his 30s yeah. when he passed. So it, it makes sense. It Never makes even sense. thought about it. That's crazy. Oh, we definitely need a Sam Jackson biopic because there's so much. Oh, absolutely. It would it would be the longest movie. Absolutely. <laughs> about Once somebody he get going in, the... in his career. Oh. 
Man. And oh oh at the Oscars when they were given when they were given uh Samuel L. Jackson his honorary Denzel read off all of the organizations that him and his wife uh contributed to. Oh, and wow. Denzel was up there for a long time. It was, that list was long. And he was reading them off that uh Sam Jackson and his wife, she's an actress too, um, had been donating to crazy long. I was like, Wow, that's incredible. Shout out to Samuel L. Jackson, man. Um, the end of the day. You are a legend, sir. Yeah. Living legend. Your work is appreciated from so many different people. Mm-hmm. And his work includes so many different genres of film that it's just crazy. He was in the Saw franchise. Man. <laughs> and so was Chris Rock. So was Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock produced that. Uh, the last one. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. even see it. I, didn't I haven't see it. seen it. I haven't seen it either. I got to watch it. Spiral. I got to watch that. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to Samuel Jackson and everybody in between. Man. Um, we out of here. I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Verbal Cardio. We'll be back uh, next week. Pull up, spread the word, share it. Share verbal cardio, man. I'm trying to grow verbal cardio so I can just let it live on its own. But I feel like I still got to really push for verbal cardio right now, and I'm tired. So uh, if y'all can help me out with that, it would be fantastic. Share it with your friends. Um, Shout out to Sabrina uh, holding us down on the production. Shout out to Kylas on the ones and twos. Shout out to my patron saints with the good questions and the good feedback and the good vibes. If you're in Orlando, Florida, I will be there this weekend. If you are in New York City, I will be there the weekend after that. Five shows in each city. Pull up. Get your tickets early. It's going down. I'm getting biscuits in New York. I am so excited about these biscuits. I'm excited for you. I am so excited about I'll be in New York this weekend and next weekend. I can't wait. The biscuits in New York. There's no shows, but pull up on me. Man. Anyway, y'all, love y'all so much. I will holler at y'all next time. Thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.